Hi, this is Melissa Wood Tepperberg, and this is the Move with Heart podcast. Are you ready? <laughs> and just breathe it all in. I want to talk. I can't lie. <laughs> I was like, it's going to be short, sweet, and very spicy. And we're going to get right into it because apparently some of you think I talk too much. <laughs> It is such an incredible honor to welcome the Gabby Bernstein to the Move With Heart podcast. I will never forget going to her Spirit Junkie Masterclass in New York City years ago when we did not know each other, and that was just such a pivotal moment in my life. We talk all about that on the podcast, from living your truth to showing up to what the inner work consists of, her daily routines. And we go there about sharing children on the internet and how you can protect your energy. Gabby is a New York Times bestselling author. I really think she needs no intro, you guys. And we go there on so many levels on this episode. And Gabs, I'm so happy to have you. Are we rolling? Yes. I always love we to. Are I always love to, you know. Okay. Right? I just have just to like, start this podcast by saying that. Take it away, Gabby. I, that, like, I might as well start this podcast as if it's mine because <laughs> I took the queen's chair. That's okay. And I said, that's my chair. I want to sit there. And uh, very much in the Enneagram. Do you know what the Enneagram is? Is that? It's like a personality human test. Human design almost? Similar. Or? Okay. I am an eight. And that is just like the eight is the runs 10 steps ahead of you, like, like always in control. So this is my eightness. No, I love here it. That's with my, what I love about Choosing you. my chair. You're the only person I, it just That felt you would like, let. No, it just felt like, like I was like. Well, I'm the only person that would, is that my phone? You can just turn it off. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, my phone's on. <laughs> I'm in my eight. Control chair. I'm literally just going to let Gabby take this away. You know I'm going to anyway, so you might as well just, no, I'm letting you go. But but I I just wanted to start there. Well, I want to start by saying on the way here, I had just like such a moment of the younger version of myself, the girl who like didn't believe in herself, the girl who was like in the audience at your Spirit Junkie Masterclass, the first Spirit Junkie Masterclass Gabby ever did in New York. I was there. And Benjamin was there. Yes, he was. Right. I didn't know it. Wait, did I? No, no you I knew. did. I was oh, pregnant. You knew. I was very you knew. pregnant. I was and you had a ring on the finger too, so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I think not only having you here as someone who's been like one of my greatest teachers mentors, but you are now my friend mm-hmm. and you are someone that I feel like I can confide in and reach out to and just like really lean on. And it's just, I like really want to share this full story because I never would have believed that at that time in my life. Mm, I thought I everything. I just got full body chills because that's so meaningful to me. Why am I crying already? It's I so literally me- said it's on the way so here. It's meaningful to me because one of my primary intentions is to help people believe in themselves. And you are definitely 
one of my biggest brags when it comes to that. Like if I had any contribution and you being who you are now and standing in this full-bodied belief of who you are and what you're here to do, if I even had a molecule of influence, then I am, I'm complete. Well, you did. I mean, massive influence. I'm so proud to say that you're my biggest brag. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I just to like paint the picture even more because I feel like I don't even know that I've ever like spoken to the depths of like the girl that came to see you and really learned to see herself that weekend. I was so insecure there. I didn't feel as if I belonged there. I remember looking around the room. I can like vividly, I remember seeing like all your crew, right? That that was like really doing their thing and embodying who they were and like what they were here to do. And I just felt like they're doing it. She's doing it better than me. Like, why would I do this? Like her look at her website. And I was just living in the mode of comparison. Mm. And I just remember you like coming out. And I think one thing that really shifted for me because I was still really living in that state of shame with um, just a lot of things that I was ashamed of growing up. And having you own your past experiences in a way is, it, it just, it did something for me. Like mm. having you be so vulnerable about something that you can easily just like look down on, right? Like, oh, whatever it is. It, I was in that state of like, oh, well, I'm not, I can't share those things. Like that doesn't look good. That makes me look a certain way. And you really shifted something in me. And that that was a, that was a turning point, like that weekend. Mm. Yeah. And sometimes it's not, even what someone says is just seeing someone in their truth. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe you don't even remember some of the stories. You just remember the feeling. And that that's really meaningful because I do believe that we're all here to just tell the truth. <laughs> and when we start telling the truth in whatever form that comes, right. without, you know, whether it's personally, professionally, when we just start being more of who we are, mm-hmm. then that's when we can have an impact on other people. It's so true. And, you know, when we are in the presence of that, like you might have been with me, you recognized that in yourself. Right. And here we are. Yeah. I mean, you guys, I I told you this when we were in Miami, but I waited in line for Gabby. (laughs) She dies when I say that. I almost spit out my (laughs) bizarre green drink. (laughs) Whatever we're drinking. I waited in line for, I think it was well over an hour. And I was just like, to have you sign my book mm-hmm. and one of your many books. I'm not, you're a nine times New York bestselling author. Like how in the, like that we'll get there. Cause that's just a whole other thing to grasp as I'm like really feeling called to write a book. I know. Well, I mean, to you, about you know, this. I'm going to hold your hand. I'll sit down yeah. with you for a day and just okay. we'll talk all about it. Okay. You guys heard yeah. that. <laughs> That's that's another mission, you know, is to just help people claim their books. It's a big mission for me. Because and you have a course. Yeah. Like you course share on a it. course. I mean, it's just it's it is a huge part of what I because it's because really we're all just rock and tours. We're here to tell stories about our own personal transformations and our experiences so that we can help people identify themselves and us. Right. And that's for everyone, I believe. 
I do too. I, I, I really do believe do. that. I think everybody has a book in them. And when you have that call and when you feel that, it, this is actually the biggest moment to believe in yourself is to say, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to put it out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beautiful. So, I, I mean, even just to take it back, right? So, like, I'm waiting in line for an hour, <laughs> an hour. And then I remember because I was friendly with some of your crew and after I was waiting with them and then you came out. And for me, it was it was never this thing of, like, holding – because I think it's – you have to be careful, right, when you admire someone and you can hold people on a pedestal. For me, it was more of – watching you, like you said, live your truth. But I remember we like walked down the block and I was just, it was just like such a moment for me of like, wow, you know, like here in the beginning of the weekend, it was like things were impossible. And even by like the end of the, the weekend, things started to open up for me. Mm. And how does it feel when you like, just knowing that you have this this presence in people's life that can. Feels different now than it did when you were on that line. I think at that time, I didn't even know the magnitude of what my purpose was. Really? Yeah. I mean, I, I know that I was really, da- I was really downloading and I was really clear that I was here to crack people open. I was here to help people believe in themselves. I was here to teach confidence. I was here to really be in the service of others mm-hmm. so that they could be in the service of others. Right. Right. Helping people of help course. people. Help people help themselves so then they could help people. Yes. Now I think that's, that is all the same. It's just, it's just sort of escalated in a big way. I just, I just, now it's not even really like, oh, I'm this young woman at the time I was in my twenties and you were on that stage and I, or early thirties probably. And I, I, you know, I'm like dancing around on the stage and whatever. And, And at the time it was very much this, this spiritual mission, but I think at the same time, it was also a human experience that I was really like in and having fun, but also struggling and dealing with a lot of, of, uh, unresolved PTSD and just sort of like in the world and out of the world. So it was sort of like in my mess and then in my power. And it was sort of this back and forth. Now, having done so much work on myself at 42 and almost 43 years old, I am just sitting here really just, just, in, in, sounds heady, but I know your audience can handle this. Like, yeah, no, please give there's it all. This, there's this idea of sort of living in the world, but, and you don't, cha- there's this quote from A Course in Miracles. Um, there's a way of living in the world that is not here, though it seems to be. You do not change appearance, but you smile more frequently and your forehead is soft and your eyes are serene. Mm. And I always held on to that. Like I have it like in that, in that course book, like just circled and like, everywhere and vision boards and everything. And I feel that now. That's how I live today. And I didn't know that I would ever be able to really get that. Mm-hmm. But the the heavy lifting and the bravery and the courage to go to the places that scare me and to do the work and to come out the other side have given me that grace and that total awareness of I'm in this world, but there's a lot more around me that's supporting me. I'm hearing a lot of direction and I'm also on a mission. Yes. And it's not like, yes, it's awesome to be able to like do makeup with you and put on fun clothes and be a woman in the world. Uh, but it's also just super bigger, so much bigger than that for me now. Mm-hmm. 
exactly the place that you were describing. I feel like I am so heavily in right now because there's just been such a transition. And you said something recently, I believe it was something you shared on social media where it really hit me because it's like, you can do the work, right? It's like, I do the work. Like, I really do the work. I do the work and it's like, I feel like something has happened in my life where it's like the work, it's like I'm getting hit harder. (laughs) I'm like, right when I think I'm like, I've been doing this and it's like almost opening the floodgates for like unveiling more healing Mm -hmm. and like just this, Mm -hmm. it's, I feel like I've been in this place of really being on this mission, yeah, right? And being very clear and focused with it. But it's like getting a little knocked off course with the stuff that comes up. When you raise your hand and you sign up to do work in the world that's in the service of others, light work, as we can call it, you're also signing up to go big and transform. Because if, if we just hustle and just do outside work, It'll maybe have some successes in the world, but to make an impact, to really make an impact, you got to keep going in. You got to keep facing into those moments yeah. when the shit hits the fan or, uh-oh, there's another up-leveling right now. Or not even, uh-oh, like, okay, God, here, show here me is. what to do. <laughs> yeah. like, here it is again. You know, what level are we getting to now? And it's showing up externally in whatever form that comes, whether it's with your with your kids with your career, with both, in your case, what that requires of you to really do it with integrity and to do it with true power, it requires of you that deep commitment to say, I'm going to, I'm going to do whatever it takes. And whatever it takes does not mean I'm going to hustle. I'm going to work. I'm no, going to hire. No. I'm going to do no. that's bullshit. Yeah. No, like, I would. And I know you know that yes. I, I'm going to do whatever it takes inside. Mm-hmm. And then everything else outside will just be a reflection of what's happening inside. That is what you taught me. And that's what I like. I live it. I breathe it. I have become that. But it's so I think having you here, I would love for you to share with anyone who's listening who feels lost, unhappy in life, unfulfilled. Like, like, you know, I think like the old version of myself, I thought everything was impossible. Mm. I literally did. I didn't think moment like this would ever even become anything you mm. know like a real true connection with someone that you admire because i i lived in the space of lack like yeah. where would you even begin which i feel like might come back to the practice but i think that the whoever's listening already has begun because they're, they're listening mm-hmm. they're they're seeing whatever the title was of this podcast and they are following you. So they're in the betterment of their, their well-being. And that's not just physical well-being when they're following you. It's mental well-being. It's overall health and well-being. Uh, and they're sticking around. So there's already an opening. So that's all that's necessary is that desire and that willingness mm-hmm. to say, raise your hand and say, I'm ready to go big. And I want to, I want to, I'm willing I'm willing to make adjustments. That willingness is all that's required to open that door. But the 
true transformation, what I said to you earlier, is we have to do the inner work. And people could be like, oh, that sounds great, but what the fuck is the yeah, inner work? Yeah, I was right? just going to say, please uh, break you know, it down. What is that inner work? And it's 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 definitely what you resonate with, whether it's finding it through Melissa meditation or through a therapist that you admire. But if you're right in this moment, and you're like, I don't even know where to start. Mm-hmm. But I know that I have patterns that are holding me back. I know that I have uh, addictive behaviors. I know that I keep manifesting the same relationship just in a different body. Or I know that I can't get out of my own way. Or I know that I'm stuck in a lack mentality. All of those things that we are aware of about ourselves, that awareness comes first, the willingness to heal comes second, and then the bravery to have the desire to look inward and start to get curious about the parts of ourselves that are in distress Mm -hmm. and that are in a stuck pattern, that's that's the next level. Uh, It's funny. It's it's so exciting for me now because I don't have to sit here and be like, do the inner work. I can just hand somebody happy days. So I wrote, right. I wrote I, oh, my, the biggest so book of my life. Good. You know? And, 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 you know, my book, The Universe Has Your Back is like my most popular book. Yeah. And that was what really brought me. It's always going to be the most popular book because it's just really, it's high vibe and, and it, and it is deep at the same time. So it's like really teaching you the power of your spiritual connection while it's really deep at the same time. But what I believe may forever be my, my, I mean, I've, I'm, I have like probably a hundred books, 200 books ahead of me. You know, Are you serious? Absolutely. You're I mean, just like, like, you just birth books. Like I'm, I'm going to write my 10th book this year. Wow. Start writing it this year, 2023. I'll really write it. I want to um, ask more questions yeah, on that, but, but, but the, but probably in history, like to go down in history, if you, I, my guess is if you asked me when I'm 90, you know, what's your most important book? It's happy days. And happy days is the guide. It's making me cry, but no, it's the it's guided so path vulnerable. from trauma to profound freedom and inner peace. And it's making me really emotional because that was my phoenix rising. You know, it's like I had to come out and heal myself and and come through in order to even put those words onto a page. And so, yes, there's a lot of people reading it, but even if just even if no one read it, but I had the courage and the safety within myself to write it, right? then that is everything to me mm. because it's my journey. It's my journey of how I remembered a trauma from my childhood when I was 36 years old. I remembered it in a dream, how I you know, finally accepted this is, oh, this is why I was a cocaine addict. This is why I was a workaholic. This is why I was a love addict. And just all of the pieces falling into place. And then having the bravery, which most people don't, and I understand why, the, when, when a trauma is revealed, or if you know you have a trauma that you haven't addressed, it's the number one thing that we just say no fucking way and you squash it, right? We just work over it. We eat over it. We achieve over it. We drink over it. We have sex over it, whatever that is. We just don't want to touch it. We, it's an exiled part of us that we say, no, thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. We build up all these protection mechanisms of all the ways that we're going to ever have to avoid facing that feeling again. But when we have the, desire to really elevate and be free, not just successful, not just a great mom, not just, you know, a healthy person, but to feel free to live in the world that is not here, though it seems to be, and to not change appearance, but smile more frequently. To live in that way, it requires a commitment to look in. 
And so the, the honor and the privilege that I have in this moment is that I can hand that book to somebody that I can say, oh, okay, I'm talking about doing work. I'm talking about going inward. But here's how. Here's a how to. Here's how. It's a real how to. Yeah, and it's a real how to, and it's and it's grounded not only in spiritual principles, but it's grounded in therapeutic, spiritually therapeutic principles yeah. that are, in my opinion, the most transformational tools for trauma recovery. And we're all traumatized. Bottom oh line. Oh my god, we are all traumatized. Is that where I know? I'm learning and have learned a lot about internal family systems yeah. from you. Yeah. And therapy that you've done, right? Yeah. And a course that you're doing. So are you So IFS, which is internal family systems mm-hmm. therapy, is my next wave of my career. And my friend Dick Schwartz is the founder of is the creator of this model. And he was originally a family therapist, but this isn't family therapy at all. Your internal family is what you're working with, yes. not anybody outside of you. So the thesis is that we have many different parts of who we are. And some of those parts are exiled little girls, right? Or little boys or whoever we are in the world, or maybe they don't even have a gender, but they're exiled parts that were traumatized, abused, told they were stupid, brought up in alcoholic homes, brought up with poverty, whatever the storyline, just maybe bullied, Big T, small T trauma that just said, exiled part, I'm going to lock you up, put you in the closet, we're never talking to you again. And building up all these protection mechanisms to avoid ever having to feel those parts. So a protector part for me would be the controller, who's still present, but she's not crazy anymore, right? So (laughs) she's still here, she's in the the queen's seat, but there's these protectors are not bad. They just get into extreme patterns. So my controller got so extreme that she became a cocaine addict, right? But my controller also wrote nine books in 11 years. Right. And so the goal of IFS is not to, to shun or shame the, the protector parts of us. Another protector is the addict. A protector is the workaholic. A protector is the I need to be seen in the world. The protector is, you know. Relationship sh- after relationship. Yeah, like like any form of addiction, any any behavior where you're like, oh, you know, I, I, I'm this or like right. I'm like that or a part of me wants to rage in these moments. These are protection mechanisms, right. the protector parts. And so the goal of IFS is to connect to the universal soul part of who we are, which is self with a capital S. And that's the calm, courageous, resourced adult part of who we are, the part that we're in right here, right now. You and I are absolutely in self right now. And when we gain enough self-energy, that self that self-energy becomes the parent to our internal family system. Ooh. So I, I'm so interested and have been like diving in a little bit, but I'll help you because I want to learn more because I, I, I know, I, I mean, I'm going to be the, the one to teach firefighters, it. Yes, exiles, exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. I, I, I write about it in Happy Days and my next book, probably my next three books or more are going to be bringing self, this, this, this concept of internal family systems therapy, which often has been really isolated in the clinical space because it's most of the trainings are training therapists. Like I was the only one of, one of maybe two people in my 50 person level one training that wasn't a therapist. Right. It doesn't mean that people can't get into the trainings that aren't, but, but, um, but it's all the model has been really like teach the therapist because the therapists are bringing it into the sessions, which has really been the biggest movement of this because the deep IFS work should be done in therapy. Right. But 
This is so cool. I was sitting next to Dick Schwartz at my dinner table. I hosted him for dinner like three weeks ago. And he said to me, you know, I just feel like someone's going to bring this out in a self-help way. And I said, yeah, it's me. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I think it's you. And I was like, it's a hundred percent me. Like, and, I, and so the book proposal is written. So, you know, <laughs> That's amazing, and, and, and it's, it's definitely like the future of my work because, and I'm doing a level two training in the, in the new year. And it's, it's just, I want to come. I it's it's be a, a very spiritual, it. it's a very spiritual foundational pro- path, but I'm the one who can share that side of it. Right. Because I don't have to worry about being seen in the clinical space in a certain way or right. anything like that, you know? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, I, I have some podcasts on, on Dear Gabby that are IFS. I interviewed Dick. Mm-hmm. It's like, we can do some today if you want. So, yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. I'm so interested. I mean, I I'll th- just do it with you privately too. It's really the most transformational thing. I, I can do it. I can, I can lead someone in an IFS session now, you know? Yeah. No, I'm, I'm even the, the amount that I've read and am consuming and even just from talking to you, it definitely, I'm like, this is- It resonates. Oh, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Because you identify Mm -hmm. parts of yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And you said something to me because I was feeling really anxious. Mm. And you, I I mean, you get me. Like, there's just something, you, you know how to, you know- knock me not like get through you to just you. you get through to me you get through to me and you said something about you know first of all i've i have avoided say i avoid saying now like i'm anxious mm. instead of like labeling myself mm-hmm. because then it's like well then i feel like that's who i A am part of you is anxious. right i'm feeling anxious yeah. or i'm you know yeah i'm in an in anxious space today but you help me to really like love that part of myself and it's it it's really helped well that's the whole gig right it's like befriending the parts rather than shaming them so I love my controller part and the more that I befriend her and the more I welcome her into my life in a calm and compassionate way the the better the work is that she can do in the world right so she doesn't have to be driving my team crazy she can be leading my team with conviction, right? They need her to keep things moving and keep everybody motivated. Yes. But they don't need her flipping out, Yeah, which is the old version of her. So we all have these parts and they just need to settle. We just need to help them settle down. Mm -hmm. They're just little children that need to settle down so they can do their work in just a very cool, relaxed and creative way. I know. It's so true. It makes me like just want to love myself even more, which is the beauty of it, right? Like the more that we really learn to give ourselves that Mm -hmm. love and then share that love and be that love for others. Well, when we start living in that way for ourselves and we start seeing the parts of ourselves with compassion and curiosity, these are the self qualities, courage, creativity, connectedness, calmness, then we very intuitively just start doing that for our son or doing that for our husband or doing that for our coworkers. And it's about living in self and self energy. Mm -hmm. And it's very similar to spiritual principles. Like the more you, the closer you get to God, the more God there is in your life, right? Mm -hmm. Or the closer you get to your higher self, the more you live from that place. Right. It's the same thing. It's true. Like you feel it. It's like you feel so supported. Mm I have been raving about Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic. 
since it came out because it works. This is a broad spectrum, two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic, you guys. This really gets things flowing, if you know what I mean. And we've got to have that flow that is just essential in life. And this is a proprietary formulation of 24 distinct probiotic strains in scientifically studied dosages. This has systemic benefits beyond the gut. And it is a two-in-one capsule, like I said, that protects probiotics through digestion to ensure delivery to the colon. And I can ensure you that it gets delivered to the colon and beyond. So what does this daily symbiotic do for you? Well, this is the first in seeds pipeline of scientifically validated products. This is important because it's not just a probiotic. It is a pre and probiotic capsule for adults that supports digestive health, gut barrier integrity, gut immune function, skin health, heart health, and micronutrient synthesis. And both Benjamin and Eleanor take their PDS08 Pediatric Daily Symbiotic, which is also amazing. You guys know I love seed because it really works. And if you are looking to start a new healthy habit today, you can visit seed.com slash MWH and use code MWH20 to redeem 20% off your first month of Seeds DS01 Daily Symbiotic or the PDS08 Pediatric Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash MWH and use code MWH20. And I will also let you know another thing I love about Seed is that when you first sign up, you get the bottle. And every month, you get the 30-day supply in a recyclable container. And it's just better for the planet and better for your health. You are such a force. It's just so amazing to see and just like recognize that in you and then recognize that in myself. I always love like just knowing Right. Because I don't think, I think it's so important to bring it back to like our accomplishments do not identify who we are as people. But I, I always love to know like what, give me like your morning routine. Like what do you do that brings you back to yourself? Like what are your like non-negotiables with self, your rituals, your Mm. habits that you know just support you in the best possible way throughout well, your day. and morning because morning's a little harder these days because I'm going through that three, three-year-old to four-year-old scenario where oh, my yeah. child gets in my bed. Oh, yes. And I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm going to have to tell you what my sleep trainer is suggesting. Okay, great. Um, it's really hard. It's really hard. And he's going through so many transitions and, and so exactly. <laughs> no, I, 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 I won't like, I won't, I, I, I'm working on it with him. Um, but the morning time that we all want isn't always available to us when you have a four-year-old kicking you in the butt. Literally. Literally like kicking you. Literally. Like it. Yeah. So, and definitely I am a sleep in your bed kind of mom. So I'm working that out with him, but I'm also recognizing that there's a part of him that needs that right, right. now. So I'm just going slow. Um, but with regard to 
the evening. Let's talk about the evening because when I don't have those mornings due to this 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 young person in my world, <laughs> um, my true boss. No, I'm just kidding. He's not my boss. And he says to me, I'm not your boss, mommy. Oh, We're both good. the boss. Oh, <laughs> so cute. Like, you better know that. Just kidding. <laughs> Nobody's the boss. Um, he, he, um, uh, at night is when I'm doing a very serious self-care routine. So I have all my stuff, right? I've got my Dr. Matt like a uh, high priest leg thing. Oh, the, yeah. The, um, the lymphatic drainage. Hyper ice. Hi- how do you say it? Hyper ice. Hyper ice. Yeah. Okay. That's amazing. That brand I've got, that product I've got in my, like next to my bed. I'm actually Those are the set lymphatic up, drainage boots. I love when you share those. They're every night. Amazing. I do it every night. They're amazing. It actually really helps with like cellulite and it just also just like feel like feels like I'm cleansing. Um, and then this is so interesting. I just listened I started using red light therapy. I was mm-hmm. on, um, I went, I just spoke in Machu Picchu in Peru. I know, I and, saw. Oh God, that oh was my. just insane. It was the most amazing. That's and what I that's been talk. on my vision board and my mission for so many years. And um, my friend Dave Asprey, he he mm-hmm. went on the trip, like he attended the trip because he wanted to be there with me. That's so <laughs> and cool. I was like, you're so cool. I love you. So while I'm there, Dave is sort of just like this very, um, paternal figure. It's not even paternal. It's almost like maternal. Like it's like this very nurturing energy and he always wants to help everybody. And he's handing out supplements everywhere. He's like, try this <laughs> bulletproof thing or try this thing. Right. And uh, he, Dave is the founder of Bulletproof Coffee. Yes. Okay. So in any case, uh, he, he, he puts me under this red light and because he has his red light with him mm-hmm. and red light therapy is becoming pretty trendy now. I have a juve over here. Okay, great. Yeah. great. Good. So, so he's so so he puts me under it and I'm like within about five minutes, like deep in meditation, like deep, deep in it. And I'm like, dude, I need one of the like he's an investor in the company. He's like, I'll send you one next week. So I'm like, this is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And I've been doing like infrared sauna, things like this, but yes. this red light was just like really doing something for me, not just because it's like making my skin glow Mm -hmm. or healing, healing inflammation, but it was also like cleansing my energy. It felt Mm. like, okay. I don't know. I'm going (laughs) to be a spokesperson for red light at some point. But (laughs) what happened for me that was so big was I was just listening this morning to this psychic reading that my friend Rebecca Rosen gave me just about two weeks ago. And she just kept saying something like, there's something that's colorful. It's like a healing thing that's colorful. And at the time I was like, is it my new supplements that are of a colorful, you know, I didn't yeah. know at the moment because I just started the red light. And I realized when you would listen back to a reading, you're like, oh wait, that's what we were talking about. Right. And she's like, yeah, it's going to be really big for you and your healing and for you to just sort of almost like recharge your energy. Mm. The thing that's so special about the night is that I'll literally be wearing these boots. My husband thinks I'm nuts. You know, he'll walk in. I can't even let, I just as a text him and be like, stay downstairs. I'm doing my strange things. So I've got my, and I'm not even kidding. I've got my, my boots on that are like, rah, rah, and they're just doing the lymphatic drainage. Yeah. And then I've got the red light oh, over my face. I'm so not good. kidding. No, I love it. And then I've got like some binaural music playing in the background. And I'll do that for an hour at night. And it's just my way of wind down routine, detoxification, cleansing my energy, deep meditation. And I've had different phases of self-care practices and spiritual practices throughout my life. And I think that they change as you change. They do change as you change. And this is where I'm at now. Me too. 
And then during the day, I do meditation on a PMF mat. Why am I like that cheesy wellness? Not cheesy. No, I, but I'm like that wellness girl right now. Like I do this. And no, that. I love but, it. But they, I, I will say that I'm, I'm using these devices to really just deepen my connection and just, just feel as good as I can. Yeah. So in the morning when you, I know you for a while there, which I resonate with because I, I like to wake up before mm-hmm. Eleanor gets up mm-hmm. or before your son gets up, right? And like do your practice. Mm-hmm. So if you, ideally, he was sleeping in his bed, you're in your bed, what is your morning oh, practice it, it would like, it, it would be like currently right now meditate under the red light okay yeah or just or just lay medit- down i do lay down okay yeah i lie down yeah uh not for all my meditation practices but in right. that moment i would yeah um but but when i wake up with my kid you know we i will wake up and then we will say uh that all the parts of us that we love mm. so i'll say I love your quad boy. And I love, you know, he likes the, it's like four-wheeler quads. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love your soccer boy. I love your mad boy. I love your tantrum boy. I love your sleeping in my bed, even though it's not what I want. Boy. Right. You know, I wouldn't say that, but right. but I, I'll identify all the parts of him and we'll talk about how we love them. And then he'll say to me what parts of me he loves. And so we have That's our own so spiritual sweet. practice in the morning if he's okay. in the bed with me. That's so nice. Can mm-hmm. I ask you a personal question? Yeah. Because... You and I have talked briefly about this offline, but you don't share your son. Like, it's just something that you don't, Mm -hmm. you choose not to do. Mm -hmm. Is there anything that, I I mean, it's been an interesting feeling for me, right? Because I really, like, when I started just sharing myself and my life and my family, it was all just kind of like a piece of it, right? Mm -hmm. Like, I never even thought anything of it because I wasn't, no one was recognizing me on the street. Mm-hmm. And then it got to a point, right, where, oh, wow. People recognize People actually children. watch yeah. everything yeah. and they know my kids. Yeah. They know my kids. And it's weird. It's like mm-hmm. this weird mm-hmm. feeling. And I've, I've spoken to people who share their children publicly. And it's, I have this, mm-hmm. you know, I like go back and forth where mm-hmm. I'm like, no. How does like, Noah feel about it? It was definitely something that he felt uncomfortable Mm -hmm. about, and we Mm -hmm. talk about it. And I went through wavelengths of, like, really pulling back, not doing it. And then it's just – it's such a natural thing. And, like, for me, I never think of it as, like, let me get my kids involved here. You know, Mm -hmm, it's just mm – I've gotten comfortable sharing sharing my life. I joyfully share my life. However – my son is seven now, mm-hmm. and he knows. He knows, and people, how many likes did I get? Or yeah, well, he—I mean, he actually did ask me how many followers I had, and he doesn't—he mm-hmm. doesn't have any social media accounts or anything. But kids talk mm-hmm. about that stuff. But I'm glad you're asking this, and I'm really yeah, proud I'm, of you for I'm, asking this. I want to ask you inquiry. because I respect you, yeah. and I respect the fact that you don't share. And and I—I'll be really honest with you. Mm-hmm. If I started later, like Mm -hmm. with this, Mm -hmm. with the Melissa that I am now, Mm -hmm. I don't think I would have. Never too late to stop. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's, here's, here's why I don't do it. So I don't share my son on social media because for many reasons, but one, number one, because he didn't ask me to, Mm -hmm. he didn't give me permission to. Number two, 
because I have several million people following me online and I don't want people to know what my son looks like. Yeah. Uh, and I want to really protect him because I, I do think it's quite dangerous. So mm-hmm. and I'm not in any way trying to shame oh, you no, or I other know moms you're not listening. Judging. But I'm telling the, telling you the truth because yeah, this no. is actually you have so many moms out there. It's important so to hear. Let's hear it. And you're yeah. in you're in the inquiry of it. Yeah. You open that door. So yep. let's just be in dialogue. So I I don't so I'm very cautious of his safety. Uh, I also am very cautious of, from my own personal experience, of feeling taken advantage of or used, or and so like there's there's some people out there that like use their, their kids as like child clickbait. You right, know what right. I mean? That's like, what I'm. You do not need to do that. Like you've no, got I've plenty never. Of, you've got cl- plenty of people clicking. Right. But like, but like there is a lot of that too. Like, yeah, okay, no, you I can get feel follow. You can feel it. You can yes. feel it. And again, I don't want to shame anyone if they can. If they're doing that, they probably don't identify that they're doing that, so they wouldn't even know I'm talking to them. Right. But there is that <laughs> out there too. Um, and so, so biggest, you know, the, and, and also just cause I don't, I don't want my kid to be, you know, 15 in therapy and be like, my fucking mom yeah. had me all over the internet and now I'm 15 and everybody knows what my ass looks like or whatever. Right, do you know right. what I mean? No, I do. And, I, I know now because yeah. B7 and verbally saying it. says yeah. things to me. So, and um, so I think that, you know, I just, I just, um, I think that it's all about the repair if you do want to make the change, right? Mm-hmm. I would advise it as your very close friend and, mentor in ways, um, to you and to anyone listening that's a mom, I think that it will be in the betterment of your children. Mm -hmm. And by the way, if you choose not to do this, no judgment, no judgment at all, but I'm just going to just, just give my, my advice. Right. I would recommend it because, and it's not too late at all. I really don't think, especially it's actually almost really beautiful. If you were like, I'm going to make that change Mm -hmm. to go to your kids and to say to them, this is all about the repair, right? Like, you know what guys, I've been posting you on social for all this time and it's been, you know, really fun. And like, you guys are so fun and cute and I just want to share our world. But I'm starting to realize like, that wasn't exactly what I, what I would have loved to have done. And if I were starting over now, I wouldn't do it. Literally speak like them, like humans. And I just really want to, you know, make sure that you have your own life and you have your own, your own, you know, anonymity or whatever, you know, tell them like you have, you, you know, you have respect your own world or whatever you say in your own language to a kid. And so I'm just going to stop, I'm going to stop sharing you on social media just, you know, just from now on. And I'm going to maybe take off some old, old pictures or, you know, whatever you decide to do. Yeah. And if you decide to do it and that repair Mm -hmm. will be almost even more meaningful to your child than if you never put them on social media ever, because what that's doing is saying, mommy did something that she actually thinks she wants to change. And I'm going to do that. I'm going to own it. And yeah. I'm going to make that change. And I'm, and I've learned, and this is why. And that's an amazing thing to tell your child. Yeah. Like anytime we repair, and I'm not saying that you've harmed your children, but, right. but you're seeing, oh, I wouldn't do that if I was starting over. Well, now I, I you know, I'm, I'm. You're only going to get more famous. So speak, it's just, yeah. I speak to them just like, you know. Yeah. Like I'm talking to anyone. And yeah. Benjamin, you know, we do like, he'll be like, mom, don't share that. And I'm like, okay, of course. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then sometimes he's like, no, mom, mom, share this, share this. Like, right. I want you. There's issues because both he ways, knows, right? Yeah. right? So I have kept that open communication, but it's been this like weird push and pull. And I just, I feel like you've shared things with me, but I was more so just really curious to get your yeah. I think if you, if you, if you're in the inquiry of like, is, of, is this right? Should I keep doing this? Go deeper into the inquiry because 
there's a part of you that's like, wow, like shit's getting really big. Yeah. And- no, I'm very careful. Like I never share things in real time and locations and I try my best, but people put But you're a very lot recognizable. Together. Yeah. You're very recognizable. Um, Noah's a public figure. Your children are now in the public eye. And there's a lot of celebrities out there that are sharing their children. But right. there's also just like, you know, people with like, you know, a hundred thousand followers on Instagram sharing their children. That's a lot of people who no, share on Instagram of too. So, you know, I think that that I want to be a non-judgmental, non-shaming voice for children and say that my advice and my guidance to the moms out there that don't have private accounts, and even if it's private, be conscious of who's on it, you know, um, to, to think about their internet hygiene with their kids. Yeah. To really contemplate it and to ask themselves, like, why am I doing this? Right. Um, how will this affect them later? How will this affect them now? Yeah. Is this safe for them? That's where I, I mean, it's crazy. It's such a weird thing when it, I mean, but of people course. Know, people will walk up to Eleanor now, I'm sure, and be like, hi, Eleanor. Oh, you know? you, I mean, yes. Yeah. And it's a, it's weird. So my kid, he knows. like People he, recognize you, but they're people, not. Yes. And so like, if I'm walking around my neighborhood in the city, I could bump into a few different people on the street that might be like, I read this book or I read that book. And my kid's in the stroller. And they'll look in to see him. And he intuitively knows. He shuts the, the, uh, the what There's is little, it? The, the little, little shield there. The shield. The little- <laughs> he like snaps the shield and the people are like, what the hell? And I'm like, oh yeah, he doesn't want to be seen. Like, right. like this isn't like, he doesn't understand that you just, a random person just knows his mom, right. you know? Um, and he knows that he doesn't want to be seen. Our nanny, you know, we will be out in public during a, a book tour. She'd make absolutely no fucking pictures of this kid. Oh yeah, no. You know? So like, it's, it's just a, it's a it's a decision I'm really proud of, and I do not think for any mom listening that it's in any way too late ever to make that repair and to change it up and to delete some photos. And mm-hmm. I know I do know a lot of moms out there that it started to get dangerous for them, and they right. did they wiped it all out. No, that's so. But scary. it's still out there. You right. know, it's the internet of multiplies. So oh, I know. Well, thank you. I know that's yeah, and I know it's a lot. It's a big no, topic, it's, but I'm I proud of you, you for bringing it up. I, yeah have had this like internal little dialogue with myself, with Noah, this like, you know, and I think it's important to listen to. That's something. Yeah. And and I think that it's also like, you know, and I think there's ways to show your family without showing their face. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Because yeah. it is part of who you are. I know. And it's like so beautiful. It's been but a hard like. You'll see a lot of Oliver's, you know, toys in his and, hands. Yeah. Yeah. Like his feet, his mm-hmm. shoes. Can you share how people can protect their energy? So one thing like I've noticed out in public or very high traffic environments, like mm. one way to bring it in to protect yourself. Yeah. Well, first I think it's recognizing how you feel in certain situations. And a lot of us that are in this wellness world or find our way to a spiritual practice or are seeking meditation, and often we're empaths and in some ways we don't even realize it. So that means that we're potentially picking up and attaching to the energy of others right. or losing our energy in the presence of others. It could be a very positive thing in that you are attuned to other people's energy and you can, when you are an empowered empath, as my friend Wendy DeRosa has written a book about, uh, that empowered empath has the ability to sort of witness and notice that, oh, like if someone's really struggling, like I can be there for them. But 
often we don't have that awareness. And so we're walking around just picking up the energy of others, losing our energy in the presence of others. It's an entanglement. And we, for instance, and also for those of us like myself who have been working through PTSD, oh, you got to really watch your energy because it's also just really jarring to your nervous system. So like I never, I never understood why I didn't like going to concerts. Mm. Like, why don't I, why do I hate going to concerts or loud so restaurants? Energy. And it's because it's so much, so much energy in one place. Mm-hmm. I'm very energized by people, but for me, I'm great at a dinner party. Right. I'm not great at a big, loud restaurant with a lot of people in it. So it's just, it's just knowing what really affects you. And then there are many ways that we can protect our energy. We always can start just by noticing, okay, around that person, I feel drained. Around that person, I feel really elevated. Or around in these settings, I get super drained. So the, even that conscious awareness so that when you enter into those settings, one, you can just be like, this isn't right. This isn't the right vibration for me, but I don't want people to run away from life, right? right? So when you enter into those settings, you can create energetic boundaries, even mentally. Uh, I've taught you these things, but you can even just like cross your arms or cross your legs. The invisible cloak, you yep, guys. You can zip up. I you zip, up zip up on up. the street before yes, I go out. Beautiful. So like taking that zipper from the bottom of your toes and almost feel like you're doing a, a blanket over you, zipping <laughs> it up and zip up your energy. And give yourself the cleanse, like get into your shower and almost visualize the energy of the city streets or the energy of that event or whatever it is coming off of you. Uh, The other thing also I believe is that we can actually just say as a prayer or an intention, I noticed that I just picked up this energy of this other person and I want to release it now. I want to remove it now. And set that intention. Just be, take any energy that is not mine off of me mm. and retrieve any positive energy that I might have lost and bring it back to me now. Oh, and I love that. It's I, such a commitment. Yep. Sell and I, I always try to. She's got her. Keep my. She's got her rocks on her. I got a legit rock in my pocket. Got a legit rock in her pocket. <laughs> it's for both of us. Yeah. Um, no, I love that. That's just so helpful mm-hmm. and has really done wonders for me because I'm like, here. And I used to walk around on the street. And then one day I was like, well, it's moths to the flame. Oh my God, I can't do that anymore. So it's like the shielding and not, of course, like when people say hello. You have to realize too, is somebody said to me once, um, you have to realize how much energy people are sending you even just online. Oh, right. So you know, you putting yourself out and you have so many social media followers and you have so many people Think, think about the fact that there's so many people thinking about you all day. And while that's like so charming and so like, you know, awesome for the ego, it's also like kind of scary. You're like, okay, particularly because so many people are watching you in a video every day or looking at your, literally like me, I'm with you every single day. You know, I'm going to say like, I only do Melissa. So I'm with you every day. And for 30 minutes a day, I'm with you. And so I'm looking at you, I'm, I'm tuning into your vibration. And so this isn't just for people that are in the public eye, but this is for all of us who, we all are in the public eye. We all have a social media handle. So people are thinking about us. And so you have to really recognize that whatever you do to restore your own energy is mandatory. Mm. Do you hear that? Mandatory. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's our job mm-hmm. to protect that. Mm. 
I could sit here and talk to you literally. Like I'm so not complete with you. I feel like I'm just like <laughs> and the fact that you do my workouts and just like being it's just all well it's so it's I, I just have to say that you know, it's just really empowering because I believe in small right actions. And I think that's sort of a through line with the Melissa Wood model. It's like lots of little small actions add up to bigger results. And it's been my life story. It's like the the best self-help advice I ever got was lots of little right actions. Mm. And so that's why I love your method too. So it's very cool. Thank you. Can you guys write that down? Lots of little right actions. Mm -hmm lead to results. Yeah, that's right. Oh, it's so true. Okay. I'm going to ask you some rapid fire questions. I close every episode with this. What gets you out of bed in the morning? Oliver. <laughs> Whether you Literally like it and energetically and emotionally. <laughs> I'm with you. So there with you with that right now. We need to discuss that. Mm-hmm. And then maybe talk about um, some solutions on mm-hmm. your podcast. I'm going to work on those solutions. Mm-hmm. I'm working on them too. What motivates you when you're feeling down? Ooh, uh, when I'm feeling down, I'm such a solution seeker. So even when there's, I've been, I went through something very upsetting in the last 48 hours and I was in it and I was ruminating about it. It was a relationship issue with a friend. And it was just like ruminating and replaying and angry and judgmental and wanting to blame and shame. And then I was like, I let that out. I let that part just come through. And then I really was like, the real motivation was to feel better. It's always the question, would you rather be right or happy? And so so I just started to just tap into the part of me that loves this friend and is so deeply grateful for the energy that they've brought to my life. And instantly I was brought into this place of just such forgiveness and compassion and love. And I wrote that, I wrote them a text message and was just like, I want you to know how meaningful you have been to me. And while things are changing in our friendship, you mean so much to me and I want to have you in my life forever. And it just changed everything. And so I think that the thing that motivates me out of a bad space is to lean back into love, to lean back into solutions, to lean back into connection. So beautiful. I've definitely put some of those things out of practice from you. Mm-hmm. That's the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. You can. Li- it's amazing even just like sending the love before you when someone was really bothering me in my life years ago. And I it was like, and I just be like, ugh. And then I'm like, no, no, you can change that mm-hmm. narrative. Mm-hmm. And like before I would answer the door, I literally say to this day, please let my love move before me. Mm, that's let a it nice move one. through me with everything. And like, Hi. And it just different. Let my love move before People me. People feel yeah. your energy. It's not what you say. It's not how shiny no. you are. It's how you People feel. Show up. Yes. And like when it's hard for me, I think even with having a business and showing up for it's like not only my children and my family, but my team, my community, it's being able to shit to because there's things that happen where you get knocked off and it's like you gotta. Mm You got to autocorrect in the moment. Or like you just, can't or be- just acknowledge, right? Just like tell your team or your people or whoever, something's up right now and I'm going to honor that and I'm going to show up to the best of my ability right now. Danger. Love that. 
I'll be using that one. What is your, I'd love to, I want to know this. What's your end all be all self-care ritual? Mm. Well, we are, when this podcast airs, it will be after my 17 year sober anniversary. So my end all be all self-care ritual is that I don't drink or use drugs. I'm so proud of you. Mm. That is like it's something crazy. to be years. so <laughs> proud of. Almost half my life. <laughs> I mean, I'm a product of, you know, addiction runs mm. really heavy in my bloodline. Mm-hmm. And being able to identify even just that within myself in different ways yeah. and come to a real awakening with myself on my own yeah. that alcohol was not serving yeah, it's me. beautiful. I've seen you totally make that yeah, change. Yeah, like, I, I mean, so good. I really have to credit the fact that I wouldn't be able to handle everything that I handle in my life if I was no way. even just casually drinking. It just doesn't. Because this is the thing people don't get. You can be an alcoholic that just casually drinks because- it's always, the question is, is my life unmanageable or am I powerless over this substance, right? So unmanageability is that when I drink, I'm an asshole. You know what I mean? Or I'm like, an asshole like, the next day. Or I, or I fuck shit up when yeah, I drink. You I know? used to fuck shit yeah, up. Yeah, so that's unmanageability and that might, that, you know. Relationships. Might, yeah, that, that, would, that would qualify you. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah, I yeah. 100%. Yeah, and beautiful. even though I had overcome a lot of those situations, it, it was still, there was still something yeah. in there. You don't need it. I don't need it. What's your cult favorite beauty product? Ooh, um, I love the Biologique P50, mm-hmm. um, but I have to use the like the, the lighter one okay. because I have Gives very little, gentle skin. Yeah, it's but powerful. When I practice, when I use it regularly, it really does work. It's a powerful one. Okay, this is the last one and my favorite one because this podcast is called Move with Heart. What does it mean to you to move with your heart? What a beautiful question. It to move with my heart means that I am in alignment with what I referred to earlier as that self-energy. And I am living and leading from that place, that seed of self, that place of compassion and that place of courage and that place of calmness. And I'm showing up for my inner system and the world in that energy. And the more I can be in attunement with that energy and show up with that energy wherever I go, then I know I'm leading with heart. Mm. You have my heart racing, literally, like everything in me that made me vibrate. Thank you. Sister, thank you. I'm just, I'm so deeply proud of you and all of your curiosity and all of your bravery and all that you've shown up for and that you continue to show up for, you haven't even begun. (laughs) Like this is, your career hasn't even started yet, you know? And it's just a big deal. It's a really big deal. You're touching many, many people. You have been just a massive part of me being able to really see 
the power that I had within myself when I was feeling the most powerless. And everything that you share has changed me, your books. And I'm just so grateful to you and to have you in my life now and to have that support in someone that I know really has my back. I'm so lucky. Thank you for reflecting back to me my mission. I love you. Thank I love you, you so much. much. <laughs> but before I go, wait. Share everything. Like, I, as if, I mean, you guys, if you don't have happy days, <laughs> you have to have happy days. I mean, really, I recommend all of them. But I would say, like, happy days has to be. Yeah. Happy days willing. is on my bedstand. Like, I literally would, like, read a page. I'm a very slow reader. Yeah, good. I actually haven't finished it, but I'm— You got to take your time. I am—I take my time. Or listen to it because I, 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 do I love put my audio. heart and soul into that. I recorded it actually right upstairs from here, and it was such so much juice coming through in that audio. Yeah, I would just say just you read what you need, and you read it when you need it. So, That's what I do. You know, if there's— if, if you're called to any one of my books, just read the introduction on Amazon and see which one pulls your heartstrings. They will. Pull your heartstrings. Thank you, Gab. I love you. Thank you. I love you. I hope you guys enjoyed that episode. God, I have to say it still feels so good to share that the evolution of the MWH platform is finally here. And we are giving you so much more on the platform with your membership. We have a very special offer for our Move With Heart listeners. We've never done this before. For new members, in addition to your seven-day free trial, we are giving your first entire month for free. That's another 30 days free, you guys. We never do this. All you have to do is head to melissawoodhealth.com and use code MOVEWITHHEART, all lowercase, no spaces, when you sign up for a monthly membership. Let me tell you, if you did not know this already, MWH now offers so much more. I cannot emphasize that enough in every category to help guide you in both movement and meditation so you can feel not only your absolute best in your body, but most importantly, in your mind. So don't forget to get your first month free. Use code MOVEWITHHEART when you sign up for a monthly membership at melissawoodhealth.com. And follow me on Instagram at Melissa Wood Tepperberg and MWH at Melissa Wood Health on Instagram and TikTok. I cannot wait to see you all on the map. Mm-hmm.